0: Three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <coughs> Evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the real pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter here. I've got a review here for the latest uh, Adrian lynn film. Uh, Adrian lynn of course, you know from directing uh, multiple. Uh, We'll call them spicy films, uh, including uh, Lolita, Indecent Proposal, Fatal Attraction, Nine and a Half Weeks, um, Unfaithful, Diane Lane in that movie, Lord have mercy. And that brings us to Deep Water, which stars uh, Anade Armas, who of course you know from uh, uh, Knives Out is most likely what you know her from, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Um, also in stealing the show from Daniel Craig in No Time to Die. She's fucking awesome. That movie, um, absolutely amazing actress. Um, not, uh, not unattractive either. And, uh, to quote Mango from Saturday Night Live, Ben Hooflick, who, who of course, you know, from Argo, The Town, Shakespeare in Love, Armageddon, Chasing Amy, yada, yada, yada. So let's just get this out of the way. I know a lot of people are going to go, oh, Adrian Lin directing uh, Affleck and uh, Anna. Ooh, this is going to be fucking sexy. And yeah, kind of. It's it's kind of sexy, but if you're expecting... Okay, how do I want to put this? If you're expecting the level of hotness from an Unfaithful from a nine and a half weeks, you'll probably be disappointed because this is just... This is just kind of a... This is just more of a fun or like... I don't want to say erotic thriller. It's more of a sensual thriller. There's a lot of stuff that's implied. Um, Anna is dressed like a goddess the whole time. Lots of, you know, like, she's in very cleavage, you know, showing dresses, showing her legs off. But as far as actual sex, there's really not a ton of it in this movie. So if you're expecting, you know, Affleck to drop drop dong, he doesn't, you know. Hashtag disappointed. But, uh, (laughs) But if you're expecting... You know something more on that level of fatal attraction as far as the sex scenes, uh, you're not gonna get that here. What this movie really is is a I don't want to say a tragic story, but this is kind of what happens when you don't communicate with your partner. That's essentially what this movie is. I also didn't know that this is uh, a novel, this is based on a novel, which I mean, I guess I kind of shouldn't be surprised, but. Oh, okay. I don't know if there's more sex in the novel. I'm assuming there would be. But uh, yeah, let's just kind of get into this. So this is uh, this is written, pardon me, by Zach Helm and by Sam uh, Levinson. Of course, you know, Sam Levinson. Uh, He was a director, screenwriter and producer on Malcolm and Marie, a movie I really enjoyed, was a producer on Pieces of a Woman, another great flick. Um, And he is a director and writer and executive producer for this little show called Euphoria, which I have not uh, I have not finished season one. I have not started season two. So I know nothing about the show, except it causes a lot of controversy and people talk about it. And Zach Helm, he had... This is a fascinating filmography. It's only including three films, including Deepwater. But he was the writer on Stranger Than Fiction, which you could argue is still Will Ferrell's best dramatic role. And he was the director and writer on Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium, which, again, is so hilariously random that he wrote and directed that fucking movie. (laughs) But, yeah, okay, apparently that takes you to this movie. So... I'm not going to get too into spoilers here because, you know, I, on occasion, will try to actually dance around, you know, just giving things away. What I'll say about this movie is that this felt like turning a jack-in-the-box, and I mean that in the best way, because Anna, uh, Anna plays Melinda Van, ha- uh, Van Allen, uh, Ben Affleck plays Vic Van Allen, and it, it seems like a very very much a marriage out of convenience it feels like something kind of just happened to them they fell in love in the moment probably rushed to the altar and now you know we are where we are now it feels very much like Gone Girl in that sense of Affleck is playing this guy who feels not trapped in his marriage but feels very undervalued in his marriage and what I find really interesting about this movie as as someone who has friends all across the relationship spectrum as far as you know having open marriages open relationships you know being ethically uh, monogamous like you know that everything that that spectrum encompasses what i really appreciate about this movie is at the end of the day it kind of always goes back to what the most basic thing you need to know about being in a relationship you need to communicate with your partner And there are so many points in this movie where I'm sitting there going, you know, if y'all would sit down and just talk, you would probably figure a bunch of this shit out. But to Vic's, to kind of come to Vic's defense a little bit, Vic is just kind of, it feels like he's just so, he's so, he's in so deep in this relationship, it's so deep in the marriage that Anna, or, or sorry, that Melinda is just completely disregarding what he's saying, but Vic is so cold and callous at points that I don't think Molina wants to hear him. It's a really fascinating ju- juxtaposition in that way. So that when things start to kind of go haywire, you go, oh, "Oh, okay, this actually, this actually kind of makes sense." One thing that I absolutely love, and, and I and I really do need to give Affleck some credit here because I think we can all admit, you know, from you know Affleck does Gone Girl right and everyone's kind of like oh shit what a great performance and then you know he does BVS which is not a great movie then he does The Accountant which isn't great then he does Live By Night also not great and then you know I just won't even get to the Justice League stuff because you know there's like eight versions of that fucking movie but then I remember seeing him in Jane Silent Bob reboot and just that little bit we get of him I remember going huh okay he it feels like Affleck is starting to enjoy, and I really do mean that, use that word intentionally, enjoy acting again, because the speech that he has in *Jane Silent Bob reboot is genuinely inspired. And I remember really pausing it and actually rewinding going, wow, okay. And then I didn't review it for the channel, but I absolutely really, I really enjoyed the way way uh, the way back. I thought he was actually great in that. And then he does the last duel, and I've talked about the last duel on the uh, on the channel uh, here before. I think the last duel is pretty fucking wonderful, and Affleck is amazing in the last duel. So, and then he does the Tinder Bar, which again something I haven't reviewed, but something I thought he gave a genuinely incredible performance. Something that really should have. Probably warranted a Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Um, Affleck really feels like he's hit this rhythm where he's starting to feel himself in the best way and go ahead and really start to seek out. I think what he how do I want to put this? I think the fact that Affleck is who he is, like very you know very handsome guy from Boston. I think he really is trying to play up a certain image but now he's really starting to seek out these characters who might be a little more unhinged, a little more deranged, a little more a little more on the bone honestly and it feels almost like you know, if you uh, if you watched or read interviews with Liam Neeson about The Gray when you know he tragically lost his wife, how that movie really was therapeutic for him. It really feels like Affleck is kind of working through his issues with the roles he's playing, and that's allowing him to be a happier human being. And Affleck just seems like a good dude, unlike Matt Damon. So I mean, <laughs> so I'm actually happy for Affleck that it feels like he's finding this this piece. And what I'll say about Vic without again giving shit away is that Vic is just at this point where he's made peace with who he is in the marriage but he refuses to let Melinda continue to be the woman she is in the marriage and that And it's the exact same thing for Melinda. Melinda knows exactly what she wants. She wants to go ahead and really have an open marriage. And Vic is so jealous. He is such a jealous human being And the movie. Really from jump kind of lets you know how jealous Vic is and what that's led to. And so the rest of the film, you know, going back to that whole point about being a Jack in the Box film, it really feels like you're just kind of waiting for Vic to lose his shit. And the movie just little by little, it just kind of, you know, turns a little more and turns a little more. And the more I'm sitting there watching the movie, I'm like, oh man, he's going to kind of just snap at some fucking point. And there is one scene that I will, I, I won't say exactly what happens, but there's one scene involving an Uber. And that was a scene that I just went, oh my God, Vic is kind of the shit. He's horrifying he's menacing and this is the first time I think probably since The Accountant so that would have been what like like five uh, six years ago but before that probably since the town that Affleck has been able to just play this person who is so incredibly disturbed and unhinged in a way that you're fascinated by the performance and this is you know this is very you know um oh my gosh this is very not schlocky but it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's very played up for the whole, you know, erotic thriller um, kind of in that realm, in that genre. But it's two actor, it's an, an actor and an actress really taking the shit seriously and actually getting the show out. When there are points for Melinda, or there's this one scene in the trailer uh, that they even show where Melinda tells Vic that you know, if you weren't with someone like me. You know, you'd, you'd be so bored you'd kill yourself. And they're back and forth as far as how their marriage is defined and how the relationship is defined. It's pretty fucking dark. And that was something that I really appreciated because Melinda clearly wants to be this free spirit. And that's clearly something that Vic was initially attracted to. But the problem is Melinda is almost being... Is, almost playing a a brat in the sense where she's like, I'm going to see how far I can push you before you do something. And she keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. And Vic at a point just goes, what the fuck? And when you see Vic get unhinged and you see the wheels kind of start to turn as far as elements that are introduced into the film, it's one of those things where you go, oh, this is heading down a road that Melinda really wants to go ahead and turn off of right now, because it's it's fucking terrifying there's a point where melinda does get naked in front uh she starts like just stripping her clothes off and it's in front of their babysitter who's taking care of their daughter Uh, the daughter is a very fascinating character by the way later on but i i love that scene because it shows how incredibly carefree and who fucking cares that's how Melinda is, but how Vic is very much like, okay, we need, you know, some sort of checks and balances. We need some sort of fucking boundaries. But Melinda doesn't want to live without boundaries. And and some people just don't. Some people are just like that. But Vic is like, nah, that's not gonna work for me. And the thriller aspects of this film really really are elevated because of the performances between the two of them. There really is no mystery to this because the movie kind of from jump lets you know early on, okay, this is what's happening. So now you're just kind of watching it play out. And that might be, that might be an issue for some people that might kind of deter people because it is kind of point A to point B in that aspect. But seeing what Affleck turns into and who Affleck becomes and his performance in particular alone it's worth watching this for because affleck is a fucking force in this movie anytime affleck is talking to someone he's either in oh my god he's incredibly charming i'd want to have a drink with this guy and then just going 180 to oh my god this guy might be insane i would never want to hang out with him there is a great little subplot between uh lionel who's played by uh, tracy letts uh, you've seen him. You've seen him. In stuff like Lady Bird, Ford, uh, Ford v Ferrari, The Post, uh, the latest version of Little Women. He's he's a great fucking actor. I always love seeing him. And him and Vic have this conversation about what Vic does for work. And I'll leave it there. But it's one of those conversations where you go, "Ooh, dude, you should take the off ramp and just shut the fuck up right now." And and Lionel keeps pushing. And I love the way. Uh, Vic and Lionel's dynamic goes ahead and developed. Uh, one of Vic's best friends in here, and I'm just always happy to see this dude is uh, Lil Rao Howry. He's in, he's in this playing uh, Nash, and you don't get a ton of their relationship, but goddamn, the bits that you do get. Are really fucking cool, and it actually wants, makes me want to see Lil Rel and Affleck do like another like another film together, or they get more scenes together because Lil Rel actually does a really great job in this. Um, I, I, I mentioned. Lorel and stuff like uh, The Photograph, Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Vacation Friends, which I think he's fucking excellent in. But I really am happy to see Lil Rel getting the work with these Oscar caliber actors and continue to elevate his game in a way that I'm like, hell yeah, man, this is this is how this shit should be. Like continuing to elevate his profile. Um, as far as uh, as far as, and I do not have her name here, I wish I did, but um, the person who plays Vic and Melinda's daughter, there's a scene where Vic is giving her a bath and they're talking about consequences. And again, I'll I'll leave it there. But it's fascinating how the film brings up something that I don't think films bring up enough, that... Just because, just because your kid's not vocalizing something, you know, to the letter, doesn't mean that your kid isn't recognizing things that are going on. There's even a point in the trailer where uh, their daughter even says, you know, why, you know, why does mom act differently around, um, around certain people? And it's one of those things that breaks your heart because you realize, oh, shit, this kid is recognizing this, you know, and she's, I think they say she's six in the film, and you just go... Oh fuck! That's oh, that's dark. That's a, that's a very bad trajectory <laughs> that that this kid is hang, heading down. Considering she's already recognizing these problematic things in your marriage, I I really adore this movie. This is a movie that caught me by surprise in the in the best way. Um, there are, there's a point where uh, Vic is Melinda Flout tells him, "You're gonna apologize to this guy." Uh, Joe, I think is his name, Uh, Joel, pardon me, and Affleck flat out, as Vic, does the eye roll meme, and I don't know if that was intentional, but the eye roll is exact like the Affleck meme, and I, I was dying, and that is something in particular that I don't know if we've seen Affleck do as well in this like in this little streak he kinda has going on where his facial expressions in this movie there are so many points there's multiple timestamps there's a um oh there's a timestamp at uh 55 55 minutes and 39 seconds pause it there the look he has on his face holy shit if looks could kill um the timestamp at a minute uh sorry an hour 21 minutes and 12 seconds that look Affleck has Affleck has some of the best facial expressions, some of the best emoting he might have in his entire career in this film, and again, he's amazing, just when he's looking at the camera or looking at a character like, alright, I see you, just the way he's able to even portray that, you just go, oh yeah, this is this is fucking awesome, and where the film ends up I just went oh shit okay I actually love the ending and I know some people will have issues with how it ends I actually love the way the film ends because I think it says it speaks volumes about uh, about the characters that we've been introduced to in the film and really saying anything more than that would be a spoiler so I'm gonna go ahead and just leave it there but getting my final thoughts, I thought this was such a fun, uh, at points, sexy thriller. It's not going to be as sexy as some people want it to be, which, you know, I, I know that sucks. But at the same time, the performances here are great. The story just gets bonkers in the best way. And I think the last, I'll say 20 minutes of the film, I had me just going, ah, Fleck, ah, Fleck, like, I was definitely chanting at points, uh, some really creepy imagery, some very tense moments, uh, the score, uh, is incredibly well, uh, well done, uh, for the film as well, but I think people are gonna have fun with this, it's on Hulu, uh, here coming up on the, uh, 19th, um, I luckily was I was lucky enough to get a screener for it, so I'm pre-recording this, but this is something I think you can easily spend time with and actually have a fi- uh, a fun time with. It's an hour fifty-five. It flies by. Honestly, I didn't feel the length at all. Um, giggity. But uh <laughs> but definitely check this out. This is gonna be on Hulu. This is a solid hmm, what'd I give this? I'm gonna give it the B plus. I think this is actually a solid B plus Again, it's not as sexy as something like Unfaithful or Nine and a Half Weeks or Fatal Attraction. So, if you're expecting more sex, maybe watch one of those. Maybe watch something like uh, you know like uh, Fatal. But this is some incredible acting from Affleck, and that was something I was very pleasantly surprised by. Because let's be real, they could have phoned this shit in. It, 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 uh, on the day Armas and Affleck could have not giving a fuck in this movie but everyone who's in it is actually acting and actually you know adding some gravity to this so yeah i would abs- absolutely say check this out you'll have fun with it when you do but uh yeah it's actually uh, it's actually good shit and i apologize it comes out on the 18th uh not the 19th of uh march but yeah, deep water. What did you think of it, everyone? I'd love to hear, uh, sound off in the comments. Let us know. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nirmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us most places you listen to podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, TuneUp. At The Real Pineapple, and you can like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple, that's R E E L Pineapple, and Real Pineapple Games. And you can follow yours truly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash J Real Pineapple. And go ahead and follow me on Letterboxd. You can find me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam and on TikTok at Black Shazam 775 Uh, Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, By the time you hear this, the show will be on hiatus, but we will have reviews dropping between now and Oscar night for all the Best Picture uh, nominees, including my Best Of for 2021. That'll be coming out uh, the day before the Oscars. So uh, that'll be on the 26th. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Wear a mask. Go get your COVID vaccine. Stay safe out there. Tell someone that you love them. Everyone, we all all need to hear that more. But thank you again for the support, and we will talk to you soon.